Hi, and welcome to episode 24 of Rico's Cafe, Deep Tech and Down Tempo Beats, brought to you by me, DJ Inc. Hello everyone, I'm back again with another mix for you in the midst of some really troubling times. Things feel really heavy right now everywhere you turn, and especially in my corner of the world, in Atlanta, Georgia, which has become a flashpoint for racial injustice and police brutality. Despite Georgia being one of the first states to officially open back up, we haven't really cleared the coronavirus pandemic yet amidst another series of racially charged and very unnecessary police killings. Protests have erupted here in Atlanta and as well as in cities across the U.S. and, and around the world. Of course, in the protests themselves have sparked violence and more police brutality, and there is a loud call for reform and change. I admit that I tend to avoid confrontation and rarely use what small platform I may have for broadcasting political or social ideology, but I do support causes behind the scenes. I say all of this to try to set the stage for the set that I want to share with you. A couple weeks ago, some of my streaming pals wanted to try to do something to contribute to the community in support of the Black Lives Matter movement uh, and in support of uh, racial injustice. So Mike Schmidt, aka DOS, who I've had on the show before, began a matching campaign for Color of Change, a platform for amplifying African-American voices against racial injustice. Several of us decided to do live stream sets supporting the cause, and with Mike's generosity, we ended up raising a nice little amount of money for the platform. So for my set, I wanted to try to do something special, so I focused on music produced by black artists or put out on black-owned labels. This was an interesting challenge for me because while I'm acutely aware of the history and origins of house and techno, as well as the overall impact black and African American culture has had on all popular music, it became a moment to stop and truly think about what it was I was playing and where it came from. So to do that, first I had to sort and sift through my collection and find and organize some tracks that I knew were black artists, but then I had to research a lot of other artists that I just never stopped to consider who was behind the name. Then, after being unsatisfied and frankly ashamed by the results of the first couple of passes there, uh, I went out to Bandcamp where that particular day they were supporting black artists and specifically bought more music to support the cause and improve my knowledge base and, and contribute to this set. So after I had my folder of uh, several hundred tracks that I had kind of narrowed down to choose from, I began stitching them together. I'd originally planned to play two hours, but once I got going, uh, I was really starting to feel it and ended up with over a three hour journey through House and Techno. And that's what I'm gonna share with you here. I really wanted to share the whole set and really shine a spotlight on some of these great black and African American producers and labels, many of whom are the cornerstones of House and Techno today. Uh, it's soulful, it covers some classic and current releases that circle key moments from Detroit, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, and others, uh, and, and it has a revolutionary feel to it to me. Looking back, I'm sure there's so much more missing, but I never really set out to make this any sort of documentary on the history of House, and there's plenty of current music on here as well. But anyways, I don't want to get too hung up about what I did or didn't do with this. What it does exemplify is a healing, deep, groove-based aesthetic that I try to bring with my sets. Let's see, this features tracks from legendary Chicago and Detroit artists like Moody Man, Glenn Underground, Rick Wade, Larry Hurd, aka Mr. Fingers, Aaron Carl, Kay Han, Jeff Mills. I've got some hometown ATL heroes like Stefan Ringer and Kai Elsay, and actually several releases off of Kai's NDATL music label. 
Other notables include a couple of unreleased cuts from Carrie Chandler and a couple from one of my absolute favorite producers, Fred P, aka Black Jazz Consortium. The couple of tracks I do use by non-black artists include uh, one by Alexander called Chords and Theories off my friend Michael Scott's Atlanta-based People of Earth label. Uh, to be honest, it's just a deep cut and I love it. Michael's label has been an incredibly inclusive place for producers of color with release from many Detroit and Atlanta and, and other global heavyweight. Michael and I go way back and I do hope to have him on the show at some point so we can talk further. Uh, the final track is a bootleg edit of Buka Shades Nightfalls that a pal of mine, another local hero, Greg Adamson did. And I just wanted MLK's speech that Greg layered in there to be heard just because it is timely and as relevant as ever. Okay, so enough talking. Let's jump into the set. I really hope you enjoy it. Please check the track listing and I hope it pushes you to dig deeper, research the music, and support artists and people of color on whose backs we've built this sound and this industry. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow me at DJINC-ATL on SoundCloud and on twitch.tv slash Rico's Cafe. So you're sure to catch the latest sets and live streams. Okay, let's get into it. I am DJ Inc. and you are listening to Rico's Cafe, episode 24, taken from a live stream benefit for colorofchange.org. Remember to love and respect one another. Enjoy.
powers of people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program, for from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence in the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Solon decreed a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment. The only business in America, specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to abuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, 
not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. It means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. So it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent.
go out and I find myself on the dance floor. Surrounding me, both girls and boys, taking off their clothes. And the DJ is playing this music. Here I am, standing in this naked crowd. I feel like I just got high. I close my eyes and the music takes control. Dance naked. Dance naked. Dance naked. 
and a time to have me purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. There is a time. There is a time. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. There is a time.
House music, house music, house music. 